Hello and welcome to the first and ten fantasy football show. Uh, uh, well, we're going to be doing most of the same things. Uh, we're going to do um, a couple of games of focus, but then we're going to look at um, some of the players you can target. Both if you're uh, if you're already tanking um, for six weeks in, a lot of teams are uh, a lot of players are giving up on their teams, but you know not everyone. And then um, players to target if you are just going all in, trying to uh, trying to win a title and uh, really take home that crown but um joining me as always uh we've got david how are you mate how you doing yeah not bad yeah how about you yeah not too bad um yeah i'm okay are the uh there some sure? fields in- <laughs> there's, there's some justin field improvement so yeah that's that's all that matters these weeks yeah definitely is when it when it doesn't matter for you does it really not really no um and also miles how you doing um, I'm doing good. Bailey Zappi's number two fan over here because I think you've got the crown for that. But yeah, yeah it's a good weekend for us. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be gutting when he's just when Max back in this week. Well, not gutting because obviously Max all right, but you know, I, I just I just I just never like Max. I don't know if that's why I sort of like Zappi so much because he's not not Max James. I don't dislike him. I just I've just I've just never been excited about him ever. Yeah, like, I, I've I just never it. been excited. Yeah, Zappy is definitely more exciting, that's for sure. But um, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll come up at some stage. But you know, what can you do if uh, Mac is back in? Just a bit, bit of a duller, um, a bit of a more dull Patriots game this weekend. But you know, we won't. I don't know we're talking about that at all. But we'll forget them. Um, we are going to look first at the Lions versus the Cowboys. Um, Miles, this is your game. Um, some pretty interesting stuff there. So the Lions, one of the uh, most potent offences through most of the season so far, other than uh, when they face the Patriots, of course. But um, <laughs> what, what interests you most in this game? Um, I'm just really excited to see um, Amon Ross St. Brown come back, as well as uh, Swift. I just think those two are studs on that team. And the team, I mean, I think they're obviously a really, really good team offensively anyway. They can run the ball without Swift, but and Hawkinson filled in really well when uh, St. Brown was injured. But I just think that those two are just so entertaining to watch and they're fantasy studs at the moment. And yeah, those are the guys I want in my lineup every week and I've got them in as many places as I can. But yeah, just really looking forward to seeing them come back. Um, and because the Lions just aren't very, you know, good defensively, whoever's facing them usually a good fancy matchup as well. Yeah, and um, obviously, yeah, Dak potentially back this week. Um, I mean, what is there anyone particularly on that Cowboys offense you're you're looking at? Um, well, CD Lamb, but it was weird because the first week Dak just had CD Lamb and Dak weren't you know it wasn't really that great, and then the next couple of weeks he just kind of really came alive. But I do think Dak come good for Gallup now he's back as well. They involve Pollard in the passing game, so should be a boost for everyone, really, including Zeke. Um, but just think because they weren't dead certain about that, um, that coming back, that Cooper Rush could still be a decent hold. I mean, he hasn't been great, but you know, it's it's if you're in super flex, QBs are very very valuable. So I'd still keep him rostered if if you know if you especially if you're a Dak owner. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I think just, um, I think Cooper Rush was was fine. I think that mainly that that defense got them through games, didn't it? Mm. But yeah, Cooper, Cooper Rush was fine. But then it got to this 
Eagles game last week and it was at the end of the game, he, he had a few turnovers and it was kind of like, yeah, that's enough for Cooper Rush yeah. now. Time for Dak to come back. So, yeah. Um, I mean, do you think Dak will just hit the ground running? It's a pretty good game to shake off some rust, isn't it? I mean, David, what do you um, think? You'd hope so. But again, it's he's been out a while and they've kind of done okay, okay without him. But yeah, I mean, if he gets in a full week of practice and, you know, he's gelling with his receivers, then it should be okay. They're not, again, they're against the Lions. It's a good team to come back against because they're going to have the ball a lot. And yeah, I just, yeah, I think I think this is a good team for him to come back against. I think if it was someone like the Patriots, for example, or another, or if the Bucks game was this week instead of, you know, further back, then he may be struggling. But I think he'll be fine play for this week if, if he plays. And David, are you uh, just throwing Dak straight back in all your lineups? Yeah, I've got him in a, a couple of lineups where I actually need him now. So, yeah, I'm going to put him back in. But, I mean, the only um, thing we've got with the hand injury was last year when Russ did similar, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, back. it was, it was, was his thumb. I can't remember now. Yeah, it was his throwing hand, but he tried to rush back and he was, he was pretty crap and rusty for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I, I hope that... Um, Dak is fully recovered, otherwise you could have a, a couple of rough weeks. But, I mean, yeah, as you said, there's no more an ideal game than the Lions. So, chuck him straight back in. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm definitely throwing him back in because, I mean, I think, I think we've mentioned it before in other weeks where I mean, you're just unlikely to have an option better than him, especially in a bye week. Was there mm. four, six teams not playing this week? Um, there's some decent quarterbacks on byes this week as well, so... It's unlikely you're going to have two better options than him in Superflex, isn't it? But um, this is the Josh Allen bye week that everyone was uh, yeah. not looking forward to. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a rough one, that's for sure. Um, all right, well, I think that sort of pretty much covers that game. Um, David, you're looking at the Bucks versus the um, the miserable Carolina Panthers. <laughs> um, I mean, neither of these teams are exactly lighting it up, are they? Um, obviously, the Bucks are a lot better team, but. You know, not exactly, if you've drafted a lot of Buccaneers, you're not necessarily that happy about it so far, but um, maybe they can come back. But um, who are, who is your Bucs uh, player you're focusing on this week? So uh, this is uh, a redraft uh, fantasy football play, and it's Rashad White. So undeniably the lead back in, in Tampa is uh, Lenny, Lenny Fournette, um, playoff Lenny, Super Bowl Lenny, fat Lenny some to some people, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, he's undeniably the um, the lead back there in Tampa. But he's not played a full season in any season he's been in the NFL. Um, he's got a bruising style. Previously had lots of ankle issues. Um, he's 27 years old. He's usually in for between 80 to 90% of the snaps, so he gets a lot of volume. Um, I don't know if that's sustainable at his age um, for the whole season. Um, that's, that's the risk, and that's why I, I'd be looking at Rashad White in redraft. Uh, he was taken in the third round by the Buccaneers out of Arizona State. He's got a player profiler comparison of David Johnson because he's um, he's very good on the ground. He's very good um, as a as a pass catcher as well. He runs a four point four eight forty yard dash, and he uh, he's got an eighty four percentile burst score. So he's he's rapid. He's good. He's big. Um, he's an excellent free down back. Um, the snap share has been growing for him over the over the previous weeks, and they've started to use him as well as uh, Lenny now as well. So he was actually targeted by Brady on an important third down last week as well. 
He's had, he's had 13 targets in the passing game in the last three weeks. And there's literally no other back mixing in for Tampa. It's literally just Fournette and White. So um, if, if Lenny goes down for any reason, injury or whatever, he steps into a huge role. And that's the kind of guy in redraft that, that will win you leagues. If Lenny goes down with any injury for any number of weeks, Rashad White is he's going to be getting so much volume in a really good offense that, you know, he, he could be a league winner for you. And um, yeah, he's on a lot of waiver wires at the minute in redraft leagues. Uh, I just think he's, he's worth a pickup just, just in case anything happens to Lenny, really. I think he could be a league winner. Yes. And uh, Miles, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of Tom Brady, um, watching his life over the years. But um, I mean, how do you feel about White? Is he someone? Someone you like, or uh, yeah, just... I actually had to drop him. I had to drop him from a redraft ro- uh, roster this week because, well, last week because the the bench was really small and I had a lot of injuries, a lot of buys, and it just yeah, it didn't didn't work out. So I'm hoping I can pick him back up um, because I think as long as Lenny's healthy, he's not irrelevant, but he's not going to be you know a roster clogger he's going to be a bit of a roster clogger on the short benches so i'm hoping to just pick him up again um in my home redraft league because again he's he's a great talent he can catch gray out of the backfield so and yeah as david said he is definitely with that o-line and just the volume he's a league winner if lenny goes down so looking to snap him up again that's the thing. We're in in redraft where the benches are small, and you know sometimes you have to drop someone because you really need a, a a tight end replacement for one week. And you know sometimes these players get dropped, and then people forget to add them back. And if you check sleeper for the uh, players for it, normally sorts by the week, and it, it won't he won't be listed in there because he won't be listed yeah. as one of the high scorers for the week. And that's where people miss them sometimes. So just check your waiver wire for Rashad White. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like Carl Yates soon, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't heard of Kenneth Walker the third, let me tell you, he is <laughs> someone you need to pick up off waves. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny had a good weekend, didn't he? He did, uh, yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, just some apps like unknown. Yeah, this unknown guy it just comes in and yeah, amazing. That, second, that pesky second round draft pick now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I, th- I think I, I think it was Josh who tweeted on Sunday about us uh, not being experts, basically, and all that stuff. But um you know, I think I think we can safely say that we would all pick up Kenneth Walker this week if uh, if he is available, wouldn't we? Yeah, definitely. So I, I know it's a bold take, but you've got to have them sometimes, haven't you? You've got to get the clicks and stuff. But um, yeah, um, right. Uh, I sort of lost where we were, but I, 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 I'm guessing that covered uh, the Buccaneers quite well. Um, Panthers player, I mean, a team that is, I mean, just a bit of a shambles, but. I mean, could look very different in a couple of weeks. Um, who are you looking at there? Yeah, so they are they are pretty much a hot mess. Uh, this recommendation is for redraft and you know possibly for dynasty if you need cover for bye weeks. And uh, I had him last year when he was on another team, and um, he come in and he was really usable for the last few weeks. So this is uh, Donta Foreman from um, the Panthers last year. He, he um, Derek Henry picked up an injury for the Titans, and I used Foreman. Uh, for the last few weeks last year and he was excellent so um, this pick is very very much reliant on on a Christian McCaffrey trade because uh, McCaffrey gets all the running back work all the the receiving work out of the backfield 
nobody else really gets a look in. So this is very much reliant on a McCaffrey trade. If McCaffrey does get traded, I think um, Donza Foreman becomes the instant lead back. He's had more work recently than Tuba Hubbard. And quite uh, for me, I'm a massive Tuba Hubbard fan. He showed in Tennessee last year that he can handle the bell cow workload. Um, he's actually really good out of the backfield as well with his part, a bruising running back as well. And the Titans... Uh, efficiency for their rushing last year didn't drop it actually improved last year under Foreman and they wanted to retain him as well but he just he got the better offer from Carolina um, they've got no real reliable quarterback option either and Steve Wilkes will likely lean on just running the ball into the ground um, it's, it's a pretty dead um, offense really in Carolina um, he's an excellent pass blocker which always as again as we said before always gets him on the field very physical good size um, He's, he's available on lots of waiver wires in Dynasty and Redraft and everywhere at the minute. I've picked up in a few just on the off chance that McCaffrey does get traded. But um, if McCaffrey gets traded, you, you could have a potential lead back and some bye week fillers in Dynasty leagues. Or you could have a usable running back in, in Redraft. But um, if McCaffrey doesn't get traded, then you can just drop him back to the waiver wire if you want. The only other thing is he might be a decent option if McCaffrey ever gets injured because, as we know, previously he's had his injury problems. But um, it's just a very cheap pickup who could turn into someone you can use over the next few weeks. And like I said last year when he came in for Derek Henry, I, I used him in a few leagues and he was he was excellent for me last year. So kind of got a soft spot for him. Um, I liked him when he came into the league with the Texans, but then he, he wrecked his Achilles and it took him a couple of years to really come back from it. So, yeah, he's just a, a nice cheap pickup. He's out there on, on lots of waiver wires. I, I've seen myself. So, yeah, just a cheap pickup. Yeah. I'd say that where you can pick him up is, well, on the waiver wires is free, obviously, but I mean, he's not going to cost you anything, is he? And like budget or anything like that, really. I think you're going to get him pretty unopposed. Um Miles, any other Panthers out there that sort of catch your eye if uh, like Moore's traded or McCaffrey's traded? Um, on, on, honestly, no. Like the only one I like is is Tommy Tremble as a stash because Titans take so long to develop. So I've I've got him in a couple of dynasty leagues, but yeah, just I just think that team is a complete mess. And if McCaffrey goes, then then they're probably just going to blow the whole thing up and and go go again next year because. There's not really a lot going on there. I mean, I know, I know Marshall got actually quite a lot of usage recently, and I think he would be, if they do blow it up and they trade away more on McCaffrey, then all of a sudden a lot of targets are going to open up for Marshall, but then who's throwing him the ball, you know? So I just think that, that would be a desperation play for me. But yeah, really, again, Foreman is really the only guy there and last season when he filled in for Henry he produced without a lot of volume as well mm -hmm. so yeah just think that's that's the best fantasy play outside McCaffrey and more at the moment going back to um to Terrace Marshall I was I was quite high on him when he first came out and the way he's just disappeared off the face of the earth was yeah. just still baffles me to this Sad, day really yeah he little he He's just, they've tried to use him as a big slot and not really as an X, and it's just not really worked. And I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a return for him down the road or if there's a chance for him down the road. But yeah, I was I was high on him. I picked him up in, in loads. So yeah, I, I took the L on that one. Yeah, I think, I think any of these Panthers players are just going to be a bit of a punt, aren't they? And 
I mean, it's probably worst punch you could take at this stage of the season because someone's going to score some points somewhere in there, even if it's not uh, yeah. great. But yeah, who that actually is, I, <laughs> I couldn't really call it. But I mean, if you've got a spot, then maybe it's worth just picking up someone just in case a couple of players get traded. But yeah, there's no one uh, that jumps out too much to me. Um, I, I forget it every week, but um, we didn't do our hits and misses from, from last week. <laughs> um, I mean, it's the first thing on the, on the list on the show sheet, but you know, I miss it every time. Uh, Miles, how, how were your uh, how were your picks last week? They were good. I said to go and get Wondell Robinson, and then he, in his second start of the season, back from injury, scores. And then, I, I mean, obviously, not going to claim credit for Ken, the Kenneth Walker one, because that, that should have been a given, but you know, uh, Kenneth Walker was good. Eno Benjamin was not, and that's because I think the Cardinals are actually quite bad. So maybe kind of miss there. Um, and yeah, Ramondre Stevenson RB one, as we all expected, two touchdowns, great performance against a very bad run D. So yeah, but Wondell Robinson for me was the that was I was really happy to see him have a good game at the weekend because I was tooting his horn a bit. Yeah, so I think we're gonna. Get to a bit more on uh, on Wondell, aren't we, soon? But um, David, how, how did you do last week? So I had the four suggestions last week. Um, one was to pick up Sky more if you can, rebuilding. Um, I think he had one important third down catch and not much else. So um, he, he's still there or thereabouts and people may still be souring on him and, you know, you might still be able to pick him up on a rebuild side. Uh, same for Khalil Shakir. He had one target, but the, the one thing with Khalil Shakir, Isaiah McKenzie was dreadful last week. Um, he had a terrible game. He he had a fumble early on and he dropped about four. And in the end, they just stopped using him. So there's a chance that he could come in for Isaiah McKenzie very soon. Crowder's now out of the way. So one to keep an eye on. Um, Najee Harris scored a touchdown through the air, very inefficient on the ground. You know, that's not all on him because the Steelers are a hot mess and the game just wasn't going that way anyway. Super Mitch come back in as well, didn't he, and won him the game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that touchdown that Harris scored might, might give you a chance to sell him if you still feel that way. Uh, my other buyer was uh, Eno Benjamin. Uh, he was given the lead back role. Um, all the volume went to him. Um, he was efficient on what he did, but the, the kind of the game script got away from him, and the Cardinals were chasing him from very early. And he didn't really produce in the box score. He was just under ten PPR points, but um, he did get all the volume and all the work. So um, if that continues, he's still one to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. Um, right. So now we will move on to. So we're not going to do just sort of. Uh general topics that we normally do we're going to look at some uh players you can target um i think we'll start with you know target if you're tanking because i mean it's probably more fun part sometimes um just blowing up a team and picking up some players someone you can get some something get for pretty cheap hopefully um miles you've got a you've got a good few there um i mean what what are the sort of players you're targeting if you're well I won't I won't plow through all of them but I yeah. I do think as a, as a general rule if you're obviously not competing that year then anyone that's good and hurt for the year is always someone you want to buy like now I guess Marquise Brown is in that is in that list um but you know I was thinking guys like Trey Lance and Jameson Williams they're both hurt they're both talented okay we haven't seen Jameson in the NFL yet but We've got a small sample from Trey Lance. We know he's good. So those are two people I'd be targeting in building teams. Um, 
I'm also stocking up on 2024 picks everywhere because the 23 class is so highly rated that people are forgetting how good the 24 class is. So it's like you can kind of get a discount on them. I've got a ton of 24 picks. So, yeah, looking at those. Um, but, yeah, as someone we mentioned earlier was Rashad White because he's not currently starting because Lenny's fit and he's playing well. Rashad White is someone I'm trying to pick up in every in every league pretty much. Um, and Wandell Robinson is also one I want to get, but because he's now back and he's playing and the Giants are good, that window of buy low is kind of closing, but he's still, I don't think this is going to be a big breakout year for him. So I still think you can probably get him for a lot cheaper than you will maybe this time next year. Um, the draft was probably the cheapest place you could have got him because he was going in like the fourth round in some places. So, yeah, um, those are the those are the people I'm looking at. Um, Albert O, I think you can get for free because he was a healthy scratch last night, and I still think the talent's there. So, I'm not offering a lot. Yeah, I'm not offering. I won't offer like a lot for him, but I picked him up in a draw in drafts uh, as a fifth round pick. So. I just I feel feel like if someone people are probably tempted to cut him. If you just fling something low at them, then you might get him because I believe in his talent. Again, you've got to be patient with tight ends. Okay, he's in his third year now, but yeah, I just think there's something there, and it's a bad team he's on. So, I you know if you can get him for free, then why not? And yeah, yeah. And uh, David, I know you're someone that doesn't mind if I sort of quickly blowing up a team. Just uh, just deciding to go for next year or go the other way but um any players you're particularly targeting if you're uh if you're sort of tanking now just giving looking towards next year yeah um one that i didn't expect to fall into this category is uh elijah moore from uh the jets he's, he's been he's, he's literally disappeared lately but i love him and i love the talent and I don't know. I, I don't know if he's going to need to get out of there or if it improves there with, with uh, Zach Wilson. I mean, their running game and their O-line is pretty good at the minute. So I don't think anyone really got targeted last week, but um, Elijah Moore got zero. But I'd still I'd still try and carry him into next year if possible. And you can you can get him. People might be selling him because he, he literally didn't get a single target last week, which is a which is a worry for someone of his talent. But um yeah, I like um, Elijah Moore. I picked up Wandell this week, so I like that suggestion. Um, I got him in a trade in the uh, Multiflex League that we're in, Dave. Um, I sold AJ Brown. I uh, got a pick and Wandell and Gabriel Davis and uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't know if I can mention that on here, whether my integrity will take a battering or not. But, um, yeah, I picked up Deshaun. Um, yeah, who else is there really around? What, do you, what about you, Dave? Who would you take rebuilding? Yeah, so I think it's those sort of players that have already been mentioned. But yeah, I mean, a- anyone that's just good and <laughs> is going to have a role next year. Because I mean, if a team's got Javante on there, then I mean, what there's not, it's not doing anything. If there's like, I mean, I've got a team where uh, my team's pretty good and I'd happily trade away right now, but it's just finding the right value. I don't want to like give him away, but. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the thing. If you've got an injured player that, that you're happy to go up like Javante, you can't really just give him away for a second and some win yeah. running back. Like you can't do a second and say I guess four net because that's not the that's not the value. I, I wouldn't be doing that. So you, you no. are finding that balance in getting the value for him as well. 
Yeah, it's um, yeah. I was think this. I was think this is stage of the season is quite tough because teams are still just about hanging on to hopes of. I can think in the playoffs, but yeah, like players that I mentioned, say Lance in particular, I think is one that you can probably get pretty cheap now because I think, I mean, people will be down on him just from his play in them sort of couple of weeks or whatever we saw of him. I mean, didn't exactly light up, did he? And uh, yeah, I think Lance is someone in particular that I really like in Superflex leagues because I mean, I can't see him sticking with Jimmy after this year. So I think next year it'll be a lot clearer that it is Lance and, you know, hopefully he'll uh, come back and do well. But yeah, Lance is. Uh, that's someone I really like. Some a suggestion. Uh, I think Miles said that one. Um, but yeah, I really like that that pick. I mean, that's a good thing about being the host. I don't have to make too many picks. So often, <laughs> I don't have to, you two get held accountable. I don't have to redo it much. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, yes, yeah, nice situation to be. Um, if you're if you're looking to win a league now, I mean, as I said, I would uh, trade away Jonathan Williams if I if I if I can get the right deal. But um, is there any particular players you're looking at now? Um, I was thinking this sort of. One, if you're all in, it's sort of some of them older running backs, isn't it, really? You know, the players that maybe got a year or two left but could win you a league. I think um, last week or the week before I said about Derek Henry maybe being a sort of player you can get if you're in this sort of position. But, um, Miles, any particular players you're going after if you're uh, if you're really just trying to get over the line and win a league? Yeah, I think Zeke and Dalvin Cook, the older running backs, they can get it done when they get... I mean, Dalvin Cook probably a bit more so now because he you know Zeke is kind of splitting cat work with uh Pollard but yeah Dalvin Cook is I mean they're gonna the thing is once they pay these running backs you know they're just gonna run them until their legs fall apart so yeah Zeke and Dalvin Cook I think they're still good for another year they'll be fine this year if you need a running back to just push you over the edge if you or maybe you've got a good running back room you just want someone else in the flex you know these are guys that uh, good, I think just give you a little nudge. I, in terms of price, I think that's where it gets a bit different, difficult because I saw Zeke go for a second in the league, and I think that seems quite low. But I would never pay a first for him right now. So yeah, I've, I've and, seen him go very cheap in some leagues. Yeah. I think one league the other week was um, just flat out for Gabe Davis, which is uh, I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about it. It's quite middling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a that's a. I mean, I, if I was selling, if I was a builder, I'd probably take. I'd probably have. I'd probably sell Zeke for Gabe, but it's that's tough because I still think he's worth a bit more. But you can't really hold on to aging assets like that if you're not competing. And if you, if no one's buying him as well, and that's the best deal you can get, I think sometimes yeah. you, you have to take that sort of deal, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean. He's, he's still getting the volume, isn't he? That's that's the thing. These players, they might be old, but they're still getting plenty of volume. And I, I think some people are sort of sometimes a bit too careful with holding on to picks. I think sometimes just get rid of a pick, maybe a younger player. Because I mean, if you've got a chance to win, just go go after it. Because yeah. uh, it's hard to win in fantasy football. You need it's quite random at times. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, definitely one to just players like that can really just get you over the line. Um, any any wide receivers you're looking at um, in particular? Hopkins now he's back that's he's one of the best wide receivers in the league he's got a good QB although said QB is not playing very well at the moment but yeah I think DeAndre Hopkins is he's going to be great as soon as he comes back and now that Hollywood is injured I know that Hollywood does stretch the field a bit more because he's just rapid but you know Hopkins now has a few more targets every game and he's gonna you know He'll be fine. He'll be a safe play every single week once he's back. Um, 
yeah but obviously people are obviously put off by the by now his age in dynasty suspension but yeah he's someone that i think probably the price is only going to go up from this this week onwards isn't it for sure when Um, now he might not have a million years limb but definitely someone i'd be going for right now to push me over the edge yeah, definitely. And uh, David, any particular players you, you're looking at? Yeah, so wide receiver, I, I really, I wouldn't be interested in him usually, but he's getting so much volume at the minute and he's he's probably the go-to guy for Aaron Rodgers and that's Alan Lazard. He's getting so much volume. He's getting, he's kind of Aaron Rodgers' safety net at the minute. Um, his numbers are really good. And um, I tried to pick him up last week, but I, I probably didn't offer enough. But um yeah, I think he's a real, real good volume piece. If you're, if you're, you want people that are going to get a lot of volume, and they're kind of a trusted piece. Another one is Keenan Allen because I think when he comes back, I think he's going to be peppered by Justin Herbert. It just depends on how much you have to pay for Keenan Allen. But yes, people like Lazard, Keenan Allen, uh, for me, Chris Godwin as well. If if you are going for it, I think he's one to um, to pick up because of his volume as well. Um, David Njoku has started to get a lot of volume in Cleveland now. It's mainly him and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's another one to buy now, really. Um, Amari Cooper gets lots of consistent volume, and that's only going to improve during the playoff weeks when Deshaun Watson's back as well. So, yeah, there's a few of them out there. Yeah, I think Amari Cooper's been one of them players that's almost like forgotten. He is just a really good football player. I think, yeah, uh, yeah just... I mean, he's not, he's not even that old, really, is he? I don't think, what's he, about 26, 27, something like that, I think? He's not... Uh, points every week. Yeah, he's... um, Yeah, I mean, players like that are just so valuable. I think sometimes just upgrading your like wide receiver three or a flex spot could be the difference between winning league and not, because, mm. I mean, at times I'm starting some pretty bad players in, in them spots. So if you can get someone who's just a solid 10, 12, 14 points a week is uh, can really be the difference in the end, can't it? Right. Um, well, there was um, a player that I've, I've been spoken about quite a lot so far uh, on this podcast, but um, a trade went down this week for a player that I think could be could fit into the win now category. Um, I mean, George Kittle. I mean, he comes up basically every week, doesn't he? Um, uh, first and ten fantasy show favourite. Um, I mean, last week he had what ten targets, eight catches. The week before that, six targets, five catches. So, I mean, decent numbers. Now he seems to be getting healthier and healthier, but. I mean, in one of our leagues, I think it's one you're in, David, he went for Evan Ingram and a uh, third round pick. I Ooh, mean, what? That's, yeah, uh, I, think, uh, I think I displayed my um, feeling towards the trade in the chat as well. So, yeah, um, I mean, wow. I mean, that's just crazy value, isn't it? Um, I mean, even if you had to give up more than that, like, surely someone like George Kittle with the potential he's got, even if he is a bit frustrating and doesn't always producer because as we mentioned he does stay in a block a lot i mean is he someone you're targeting because I mean, the general sort of feeling on it is to be so down doesn't it i mean he was on the on the block for weeks in that league and um i'm kind of rebuilding in that league because um, yeah. it was an awful that i took over but if i knew that he was available that cheap I, I just would have picked him up for for the sake of it but i just couldn't believe when i saw it come through i was like engram and a third for yeah possibly one of the best tight ends in the whole league so yeah i was in shock but I, if you're i think if you're a win now pick up kittle because he's 
peripherals are there and um jimmy jimmy throws to him as well so um might look worse with lance but i think with jimmy you're fine yeah i think so so i think he's getting healthier and healthier now and i mean he's he's still a really good tight end and we've mentioned so many times how hard a position tight end is Mm. um i mean miles you love third rounders as we know Um, (laughs) yeah no i don't love that (laughs) <laughs> I love third rounders as like a throw in on top of a trade that's probably already fair without the third rounder. Yeah. Um, and I just think there's third rounds good good value in, in drafts sometimes. But yeah, no, that I thought when you were saying the trade, I thought you were going to say Evan Engram and a second, which I still thought was bad. So when you said the third, I was like, what? what, what? Can I play in this? Can I play in this league? Because, yeah. you know, I would like to go around fleecing people for that. That no, sounds trust, like fun. Trust me, uh, you, you don't want to play in this league. <laughs> <laughs> some, of the, some of the offers I get and the values of people is, is terrible. So, yeah, you don't, you trust me. You, you still <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a, it was an interesting trade. So, we had a couple of us go down, but that was the one that stood out this week as a, yeah, as soon as that come through, I thought, oh, I'll, um, I'll jot that one down for the, uh, for the podcast because. Yeah, it really did um, throw me a bit, that one. Um, I mean, we've sort of already done them, but we're going to still look at some buy and sells. David, um, I know you've got a couple on there. Um, you, Dennis, you sell? I mean, you've already mentioned him as a player that you like, but um, I, I do get you coming from with this one, but who is it? Uh, I, I really um, I really like Chris Godwin. I, I, I think he's excellent. Um if I if I'm a I'll say it, if I'm a contender, I'm actually trying to buy him because I think he gets so much volume. He's so trustworthy. He's really good. He's um, starting to look more fully fit as the weeks go on, and he he just gets incredible volume. Tom Brady trusts him. Tom Brady loves him. Um, as I said, selling him is strictly a non like strictly a dynasty non-contender move. So if you're not a contender, my my recommendation is to sell Chris Godwin. Um, He's 26 years old. Um, he'll be hitting 27 next year. And as we know, we said previously in Dynasty, people start to fear the wired receivers at age 27 in Dynasty. You know, it, as, as ridiculous as it is, that is just how it is. People, they hit 27 and the value drops. Uh, there's every chance this is Tom Brady's last year. So we don't know who could be at quarterback for the uh, Buccaneers next year. They're not going to be finishing low. So they're not going to be able to snag a good draft prospect. So it might need to be a a free agency quarterback that could be Jimmy Garoppolo. It could be it could be anybody. Um, Baker Mayfield, if if he's still in the league. <laughs> no, you, you know what I'm saying it's, it's going to be a free agency quarterback. It could yeah. be anybody there. So you just don't know how that's going to go. The passing game is naturally going to take a downturn when you're losing the goat. Um, Evans is there as well as the alpha receiver, and, and a new quarterback might instantly just target Evans all the time because he's the big guy. Um, I just think it's a last chance if you're not a contender to get some good value for Chris Godwin because he's very consistent and he's very good. Puts up good numbers. Um, he gets so much volume with Brady. Um, but if you can just get a younger wide receiver and a pick, I think that's your that's your best bet if you're not a contender. As I say, if you are a contender, I think you should try and pick up Chris Godwin. I sold him this week on a, on a team where I'm not contending and... I think this weekend he hit 14, 15 points and in, in pretty much a dead game. But there are games when he goes off as well and, and you want that if you're chasing the title as well. I'm, I'm considering picking him up in, in a league where I am um, contending. So he's my dynasty sell, purely if you're not a contender. But if you're a contender, then, then go and get him. And uh, Miles, have you got any sales or have you sort of covered them all on? Uh, uh, I've on got one buy and that's, um, that's Bateman. 
for Dynasty because he has been underwhelming and a bit inconsistent. And I just, I just like he had a good first couple of games. Then the next two he was bad, and then he got injured. And I just feel like, like there is, he is clearly a good, you know, great player. They've invested first round capital into him, and he's he's the alpha receiver on that team. Um, I just feel like he is he he is definitely worth having on your team. You just gotta. I know inconsistent players are so annoying in fantasy football, unless you're in best ball. But yeah, so. He's someone I'll, I'll be looking to buy because I think, again, people are really impatient in fantasy football and two bad weeks and an injury on a run first team is not going to be good for a wide receiver's value. So I feel like he's he's someone I'm looking to buy right now. Um, the the Ravens look better with him on the field. They really do. Um, so I, I, just think, I just think that because of the last two games and the injury, people might be a bit down on him. Um, that's a quarter of the fantasy season. He's he's been unavailable or bad, so I think it's definitely worth having him in on your um, maybe not starting every single week, but I've got him as in a few leagues and I'm not letting him go. So try and pick him up where you can. That's my that's my advice because I love him. I think he's great alpha receiver on that team. Yeah, I'm I'm a Bateman fan as well. I like that one. Yeah, so I've got him in a few places and I seem to have a, had a lot of offers for him the last week or two, but I guess it's a lot of people feeling similar to how you feel, isn't it? But yeah, I'm not I'm not moving him on because, I mean, there's no that's point all, selling right now, Miles is there? Is, uh, that's all Mars's secret teams. <laughs> <laughs> all those different burner accounts he's got on Sleeper. <laughs> um, I mean, David, uh, who, who are you buying? I mean, I know he's a player you've, I think you poached, poached him from me, didn't you? I um, mean, one, one of the leagues. No, that was uh, a Conquo I poached from you. Oh, was it? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah I, did. I poached Bellinger in a couple, though. I poached uh, Daniel Bellinger for a fifth in one and a third in another. But um, I've mentioned him previously um, in relation to the Giants. Um, he looks like he's already ascended to the uh, the tight end one role with the Giants. And for a tight end in his rookie season, it's, it's pretty impressive. Excellent size and speed metrics that I've mentioned before. Um He's an excellent receiver. He's now started to get an uptick in the volume as well. He scored um, a rushing touchdown recently in the London game against the Packers. And it was quite a unique play because it looked like they were setting up um, a Philly special. I hate that name. I hate the Philly. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like they were, they were setting up a Philly special. And um, Bellinger was on the throw. And uh, it, it looked like Jones was covered. So Bellinger just thought, oh, okay, I'll rush it in then. And he, he rushed it in for the touchdown. So it showed decent now from him to, to see that Jones was covered and, and took it in instead. As I said, I poached um, in two, two leagues this week. Um, I just think he's a really good upside pick, especially if you can get him for a fifth or a fourth. As, as we've said previously, the tight end position is, is pretty much a wasteland. Um, I think anyone with an upside is worth a gamble. Uh, as I said uh, earlier, tight ends rarely break through in year one. So the fact he's showing up so well now in the Brian Daybold offense is um, is really good for his future. I think um, Brian Daybold is very, fairly um, innovative in his offense as well. So Mike Kafka's there as well. Um, yeah, the fact that they're using him in the ways that they're using him, um, I think it just shows up really well for him. He blocks well as well. He's, he's a quite big. But um, yeah, I really like Daniel Bellinger. I think he could be um, a good a good one for the future. Nice. And Mars, do you agree? Are you a Bellinger fan? 
Yeah, I mean, I wasn't overly high on him in the off season or coming up to drafts, but I do, I do, I think he has been been pretty solid. And in in the leagues we have poaching last couple of weeks, I was having a look, but everyone's moved him already, like before um, this weekend. So, yeah, um, sadly we'll have to pay for him if I if I want him. But I've always been a Mark Andrews fan, so my tight end position is pretty much safe. I've got Mark Andrews in every dynasty league, so as much as I like Bellinger and think he would be good to have on the roster, kind of okay for now, but if he comes about or I can get him as a throw-in in something, then that's what I'm going to look and try and do that. Interesting uh, story about uh, Mark Andrews. is in in mine and Dave's uh, PCHDL league, uh, dynasty league. Um, I think it was in our second season. We had the um, we had a free agent draft where they, where we used to do it back then. We had a free agent draft, and Mark Andrews was uh, was on the waivers in the free agent draft uh, in that second year that we had it. Yeah, I, mean, I used to like that free agent draft. It's a good. It was a good way to go. But uh, yeah. yeah, just made the off season a bit of a waste, didn't it? Really, so there's nothing to really do. Just couldn't pick anyone up. But yeah, I used to like that. But yeah, Mark Andrews on that was uh, incredible, really. Yeah. But, um. Right. I think that leads us on to our rookie discussion. Um, I mean, they've been going pretty well this so far. And I think every time we've mentioned a player that weekend, they've gone on an, uh, an incredible <laughs> game. Um, I mean, should we talk about last weekend quickly before I get on that? That was a that was a hell of a game, wasn't it, for uh, Hooker? I um, mean, David, I mean, did you watch that one? Yeah, I watched um, I watched the first half of the game and then I caught up with the highlights of the second half uh, Sunday afternoon, but... He was he was excellent as as it, the Tennessee themselves were really really good. Come out of the gates flying. There's no hard offense, and they had Tennessee. They had um, sorry, um, and they had Alabama in all sorts of trouble. Nick Saban was raging on the sideline, and <laughs> yeah, they, they was they was committing some really bad penalties as well. Alabama, they were they were they were really rustled by it all, and um, yeah, Tennessee were brilliant. Um, Hooker was was as advertised really very safe with the ball used his legs well when he had to very smart use of the ball and he, he's really really got Tennessee rolling at the minute the offense is very very innovative as well and um, yeah he's just at the head of it and he's, he's got them rolling Miles um, I, mean, I think last week we mentioned him as a bit of a potential like sleeper uh, quarterback but yeah not and is that, ta- is that now, time is pass it? now yeah yeah I think he's just he's just I mean he was already rising up draft boards um and in mocks and stuff before last week and that if you as soon as you do if you do anything against Bama people are gonna know you and they're gonna respect you and they're gonna rate you and I think I think he's no longer a deep sleeper I I feel like maybe from a fantasy uh from a dynasty perspective people will automatically be put off by his age in in drafts and that might help him slide down a bit in terms of rookie drafting in dynasty leagues but the talent is he's not a hidden talent anymore he's not a sleeper anymore but yeah they yeah as soon as you beat bama that's it like that's it, that you, team um, looks serious now i forwarded you that draft on the on our group and yeah uh, already, already this week he was mocked number 14 to the seahawks now yeah I mean, that'd be a nice nice fit for him wouldn't it yeah though? it's a good fit yeah but um, I think fans of his and fans of Seahawks would uh, enjoy that one, um, especially fans of, fans of those uh, wide receivers there. I think Metcalf would be pretty happy about that. But um, yeah. I mean, will he be out Gino? That's the thing. Um, <laughs> right, we'll move on to this week's pick. Uh, this week's player, sorry. Um, I'll be honest, this is a player who I don't know. Like, 
I know of him and I was sort of saying bits of him, but I don't know him as well as probably the other players we've done so far. Um, I mean, David, do you want to take it away? Yeah, I try to, um, well, I'll follow and read all sorts about the college game because I'm probably a massive nerd. But um, if I keep hearing about a certain player, then I, I tend to go and find stuff about them and watch clips about them and, and then watch them in actual games. But uh, next up is uh, Josh Downs, wide receiver out of the University of North Carolina, um, four-star recruit out of North Bennett High School in Suwanee, Georgia. Uh, he's 5'10 and 180 pounds, so he's not your typical alpha profile wide receiver. Uh, I've seen him uh, with amazing spring and, and vertical leaps making some downfield catches, but he's, he's usually found in the slot. And I think long-term people see him in the NFL as a slot receiver. Lots of bubble screens and quick motion plays near the, near the line of scrimmage where he can use his speed in the open field. He's very, very fast. Gets off the line well. Um, he's an excellent, precise route runner as well. He's got excellent speed in the open field and apparently um, unofficial uh, 40 time of 4.34. So he's a burner. He's very quick, very good hands. Uh, in 2021, with Sam Howe in his last year at the Tar Heels, um, he wrapped up um, 1,335 yards on 101 catches with eight touchdowns. And he was listed in the top 10 for Blitnikoff Award, which is the best receivers in the country. Um, UNC uh, play their football in the uh, ACC Conference of College Football, so it's the same as people as Clemson, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Miami and Florida State. So it is a good level of competition as well. I mean, that is one of the better conferences. It's, you know, it's not the SEC, but it is probably the second one. Um, he started out his 2022 season um, as he ended his 2021, really, and he was under a new quarterback in Drake May, and he was again racking up excellent numbers until he, uh, he got a knee injury in his fourth game, but he's expected back this weekend. So as we've given others uh, a boost before the weekend, I'm hoping that um, this works for Josh Downs as well. So yeah, he's back this weekend. He's regularly mocked now in the first round um, in 2023. He's in the top five receivers now, usually with uh, Njigba, Johnston, Jordan Addison, sometimes Keishon Booty, although he's kind of gone downhill a little bit. Mm. The team I've seen him mock to the most is is the Ravens. I've seen a few where he's mocked there around the teens. He'd be an uh, excellent speed asset in their offense. Uh, he can return kicks and punts as well if needed. Uh, he's very fast, good hands, all round good um, receiver skill set. For me, he's, he's a little bit similar, but better to run down more in. He's bigger, taller, and a more precise route runner. But he's he's rapid and. Um, yeah, I've seen him make a lot of good catches as well downfield. I know I don't think he'll get used downfield in the NFL, but he's got that skill set as well. So, um, yeah, I just think he's a, he's a really good prospect, and he seems to be moving up the board as well. And he's he's putting he's he's put two to three good years on he, on his record as well at the minute at um, UNC. Yeah, and um, Miles is—is is he a player you like? Is—is is he someone you've? Uh, yeah, he's—he's he's, again, as David said, he's—he's he's being mocked in the top five wide receivers. I know um, Mel Kuyper's got him in his top five, um, and you know he's clearly a, just a productive player. You know, he's—he's he's played five games this year, and he's—he's he's either got a touchdown or a hundred yards in every game. So, yeah, just so so good, and I just again because. Oh, as we were saying, um, he's been mocked towards the, the Ravens. That they've only got Andrews and um, Bateman. So I think you know, if you've got a, a speedy slot guy like him in there, then that's 
that's a great fit. So yeah, as don't think he'll be used downfield, as David said, but yeah, great slot receiver. And again, I don't think Howell is a bad quarterback. I know we've been talking about he should start, blah, 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 but he's not, you know, he didn't have that's he's not the most phenomenal quarterback to play with. Yeah, he still puts puts up numbers. So yeah, really looking forward to watching him in the NFL. I think that the fact I think he gets mocked to the Ravens a lot just because he he would fit in there really really well. They don't have anyone like that, do they? Mm. Yeah, I, I think going back like being a slot like labelled as a slot receiver is almost seen as like a sort of real like bad thing. I'd, like sort of send to be down on a player out, but I mean in, in the modern NFL that that player has got so much value and catches so many passes, don't they? That I mean, in most leagues where we play PPR, there's not many leagues now that start that aren't PPR. That's so valuable, isn't it? So getting a player yeah. like him can uh, can really pay well, off. Uh, look at um, look at the number one guy, Cooper Cups, mainly a slot receiver. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a special thing now, isn't it? And these teams need them. So yeah, definitely an interesting prospect. Um, right. So well, with with our record so far, I mean, go out and back downs to uh, have an incredible week this week. Um, about 500 yards and sort of seven touchdowns and away it's gone but um yeah i think that brings us pretty much the end this week um i mean miles how's your uh how's your fantasy leagues been going so far you doing much tanking or are you uh going for lots of um well i the ryan suck up league i joined uh orphan the team in the off season blew it up a bit sold henry and a few other older guys got cd lamb and a first and stuff like that and managed to beat the two-time champion the weekend just gone so clearly that team is is going great under my leadership you know um <laughs> top gm over here but i think we're st- i'm still a way off on that i think i looked at the the matchups going forward and i think i'm i'm gonna miss playoffs and i think i'm projected to go about five and nine this year but got a first i'll probably be picking in the top four so yeah i think should be okay but um, I won all of my leagues other than my two home leagues. So seven out of nine isn't too bad um, for a week. And sadly, in my home redraft league, I lost by 1.04. Which, which, and last week in my home redraft league, I lost by 0.24. So just can't really seem to catch a break at the moment. I drafted Lance in that league. So it just yeah, it hasn't really worked out. Um, but yeah, been been a pretty good week for fantasy for me. Um looking to build on that don't think i'm going to go seven and nine again out of nine again but we'll see maybe another big week from mark andrews and you'll be there yeah maybe i love the guy yeah. um and david how about you yeah um redraft um bad again really i don't know what's going on in redraft this year in um the, our home acl league everyone just seems to have a week against me i think and the guy that beat me this week was a top scorer but on my team was a mess this week anyway I, i've missed dak and i've I've been streaming quarterbacks, so um, yeah, it's been a bit of a pain. But yeah, um, dynasty leagues um, win some, lose some, like every week, really. But yeah, uh, fairly good results in in the ones where I'm contenders, and um, I guess good results in the ones that I'm tanking in that I didn't win. So uh, yeah, it's not too bad. I'm going to in- start introducing a new section for this as well. I want to. I think we should do a Taysom Hill watch every week. And- <laughs> <laughs> This week, this week he scored four points and did nothing. So um, I'm happy. So yeah, it was a tiresome, <laughs> tiresome hill this week. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's for sure. Same one of the most frustrating players. Uh, like if I'm playing against him, he's he's racking up the points. If I'm playing, if he's on my team, then just a dud. Yeah, hate the man. Well, hate every time he's on the field. 
he's, he's likely to go off this week because I'm playing against him in, in our home ACL league. So the way that's been going, he's likely to go off this weekend. So, yeah, just a forewarning. <laughs> I look forward to that then. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, um, that brings us to the end. So, Miles, where can people find more from you? Um, amazing uh, Dynasty GM rebuilding tips from myself can be found <laughs> uh, at Miles Burrell on Twitter. So, I thought it sounded, sounded like you were giving out your out there as uh, <laughs> amazing Dynasty tips. Um, David, where can people find you? Uh, my angry uh, football takes can be found at just ranking 20, but I've locked it now because I was tired of dealing with um, idiots. So. <laughs> I mean, how's the depth on your uh, your fantasy football teams? That, that, that sort of idiots we're talking about. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Well, you can find us at first and ten underscore. Um, I said last week we we're going to do the draw for the jersey giveaway, but I completely forgot about it. So we're doing it this week. Um, <laughs> I have sent out. I think to everyone, um, if you look on Twitter and Facebook and all them places, you can find a link to donate. All you got to do is donate one pound or more. And you're going to that draw, and it's all for a good cause, and uh, one that's close to my wife's heart, uh, my wife in particular. But you know, you can read about all of that malarkey. Um, if you click on the link, I won't uh, go into it now because you know, don't want to bring down the mood or anything. But you know, <laughs> go, go and go and donate. Um, but yeah, until next week, um, we'll go and donate first. Then um, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast and all that stuff because. You know, we're still coming back, still trying to get back some of the listeners we had before. So um, make sure you give us a shout out if you can. Um, but yeah, other than that, I hope you enjoy your fancy weeks. Um, I think we've got some better games this week. I mean, Bailey Zappi might be on prime time. So lots to look forward to there. Um, hopefully we're talking about that next week. Um, well, oh, I suppose wait, it's a podcast wait, derby, wait. isn't it, really? Uh, there's one more thing, actually. Uh, Justin Fields is pro- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, that is, yeah, it's really the podcast derby. Yeah, it's, it's a big one for us. Maybe maybe next week we won't be lots of beef. talking. Yeah, yeah. Might this <laughs> week might not happen. Episode yeah, might be off next week depending yeah. on how it goes. It's silence. Yeah, yeah. it's something big happens <laughs> next week or on Monday night. It's Monday night, football, wasn't it? Okay. Um, yeah, if something big happens there. Then yeah, maybe we'll just have to stop this podcast forever. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully we can all get through it. And uh, you know, it's just Bailey Zappy just showing off and. Uh, you know, racking up the points. Um, But, well, I'll leave it there. Um, Until next week, we'll see you later.